live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Five o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. Or hopefully you've been locked and loaded all day. This is live from America, and I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And as you know, I am always broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire when I'm not on the road. Here with my boy Eli, and we are so very honored. And blessed to be able to do this job every single night with you guys every single day. For those watching on LFA TV here on Rumble, please do us the kind favor of grabbing this link. Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, Truth, Getter. Those are all the big ones, right? Please share it there for us, guys. And if you're listening on podcasts, maybe later on, uh, give us a five-star rating and you can download the LFA TV app. And also, please give us a five-star rating there. Uh, Jeremy, please tell us why you changed your settings so we can't come in till a little late and rewind the show and pause your show and come in, start where we left off. I don't do any of that. <laughs> That's not anything that I do. I didn't change my settings uh, for anything. Uh, five o'clock is when we start every single day here. So I'm not sure what that means, uh, but I hope uh, you uh, are able to come in every day at five and see the show. Maybe you're not seeing the show at five, uh, in which case what you might want to do is when you go to the LFA TV home uh, page on Rumble, right on the right side, just click uh, ch- change the date from all time to maybe today, and that'll pop up. I'm not sure what you really mean by that. Uh, sharing now, I'll be right back. Well, thank you, Suzanne. That's what we do here. Sharing is caring. Uh, Steven, how you doing? Larry Reha is in the building. I couldn't get in at five. I'm sorry to hear about that. Sorry to hear that. That's all the shows. It's Rumble. Hmm. It's two o'clock in the afternoon here. All right. Keeps freezing. Sorry to hear about that. Rumble made updates to the app. Yeah, that's why I don't use the app. Um, uh, Kristen Donovan, how you doing? Good to see you. Tornado was close to my area in Pennsylvania Saturday. Well, I'm glad it didn't get you. I'm glad it did not get you. Um, it's not up to the list. It's not up on the list until after 5 p.m. Well, it is, and if you've watched a lot, hopefully you've caught the last two shows, but let me do another quick tutorial right now. It is there, but please, please, please pay attention to what I'm about to do right here, okay? So right here, we're on the video itself, 
But if we go back to the LFA TV homepage right here, right? And you click over here. So it depends on where your default setting is. You see my, the cursor over here? Your default setting might be all time. And then you might not see it. But if you clicked it today, you will see it. Or sometimes you might have to click through them, but you'll see it. So it's not our settings. It's a rumble problem. Uh, but go to your video date settings and go there. And if you're using the rumble app, I would suggest using the browser, not the app. Because if you use the browser, uh, you'll have a lot more capabilities than you do on the app. That's just my suggestion. Uh, but definitely watch where you feel more comfortable watching at, okay? Uh, I can't go on any other Rumble video while they are live and pause the video, wait five minutes, and then start right back where I left instead of shooting me all the way to where you are live. Yeah, I don't know. Not sure about that. I apologize. Uh, but it's not a setting that we do. I love your two new shirts. Um, something about that style. Well, thank you very much. I'd like to thank uh, Jane Call for sending me this. Uh, but folks, I've got a, I've got a, a video that I'd like to start out with today, and that is uh, Ginger Gates singing "God Bless America" for President Trump. And I just thought this would be a great way uh, to start out the show today. I thought this would be a great tribute. Uh, to the song God Bless America, and to Ginger Gates' talent. Uh, and Ginger Gates is Matt Gates' wife, okay? So here we go. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. From the mountain, to the prairies, to the oceans, white with foam, God bless America, my home sweet home, God bless America, our home. Absolutely beautiful. What a way to start the show. That is Ginger Gates, Matt Gates, uh, Matt Gates, beautiful wife, uh, very, very talented, very uh, patriotic, and uh, she's got a voice, man. She can really, really sing. So I, to I titled the show today, Who Owns Fox News? And I figured the best way for me to... to uh, to talk about that is to go and actually read it for you. So let me go there right now. Uh, I, I need you guys to understand, and, and most of you guys, most of you understand uh, who BlackRock is and how scary BlackRock is. Well, let me read something for you that, you that might blow your mind. BlackRock, which is basically the new world order, right? BlackRock is, is made up of the world's billionaires who want to be gods. That is what BlackRock is. But you, you're going to need to really do a deep dive yourself into understanding BlackRock if you don't know who they are, okay? BlackRock increased its stock over Fox ownership to over 15% in February. Now do you see why Fox parted ways with Tucker almost two months later? Always follow the money. BlackRock increases position in Fox Corporation. 
Fintel reports that BlackRock has filed a 13GA form with the SEC disclosing ownership of 45.74 million shares of Fox Corporation Class A, Fox A. This represents 15.1% of the company in its entirety. And don't forget that Paul Ryan is on the board over there. And this is what Crispy and myself have been kind of, you know, screaming loudly for quite some time that Fox, you know, they'll, they'll throw a few shows on there like Tucker to keep themselves afloat and to keep the, uh, the, 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 the idea of them being right wing alive. But ladies and gentlemen, if you just follow the money, 15.1% of the company in their previous filing dated January 7th, 2022, they reported only 12.4% of the company. So that's an increase in shares, ladies and gentlemen, up to, like I said, up to 15.1%. That's a total increase ownership of almost 3%, and that's just been in the last couple months. Fintel reports, uh, yes, in their previous, it's a 2.70% increase. So there you go, folks. Uh, You guys got the, the Fox News Network has got uh, the wrong hands in the cookie jar. It's got evil and very, very ungodly hands in the cookie jar there. So when you look at why people like Dan Bongino might have left, when you look at people like why Tucker might have left, it's probably a number of reasons. But when it all comes down to it, it is control. Some of these people had too much, uh, they were too opinionated. And you cannot have one world government, one world currency, one world food source, one world law, one world news if you have people that are opinionated in news. You know what I mean? So this is why they are getting rid of these people. And it does not matter how much money Fox News loses because they're jumping ship and they're joining the subsidized state-sponsored media. So they're going to make theirs regardless. They're going to get whatever they have to get. And the people that are in control there are going to do what the people there have to do. And that is stop Donald J. Trump. Okay? Stop Donald J. Trump. And we don't think that we're going to let that happen. I mean, I, from what I said earlier, and, and, and I'll say it again. I've said it a bunch, and I'll say it again, and I talked to Eli about it today. If you think of everything that Donald Trump has to put himself through, Everything that he has to put himself through in order to run for president, everything that he's risking. I mean, literally, he could tell them today, hey, I, uh, I, I'll back off. I don't want to risk going to jail. I will back off. We won't have to deal with this anymore. You guys won't have to deal with me running. Uh, please just leave me alone. Leave my family alone. He could do that today. And if he did that today, he probably would not risk going to jail. But not only is he risking his family's safety, but folks, he's risking going to prison. Okay, because we all know that nothing is for sure, right? I mean, even Jesus got nailed to a cross, right? Uh, who knows what what God's got uh, Donald Trump here to do? But uh, one thing's for certain: you don't think that uh, you don't think that he knows the risks. So why would he risk all this if there was no chance in it happening? That's all I'm saying. And uh, I have a feeling that we are uh, we are about to experience something that this country has never experienced before, and we get to do that in our lifetime. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm praying for. That is what I'm working for every single day. And uh, I believe in the man. I truly believe in the man. There's no reason he would do all of this if he didn't know for sure he was going to be back there. If there was just an ounce of a percentage of a chance, 
that, uh, that he would not take the, the White House back, that he would not do this. So that's kind of where my head is, just so you guys know as a host of the show and as the person kind of steering this network, that's where my head is, and uh, I hope your head is there in the same place. If it's not, that's okay. That's okay. We're all in this together, and we're going to fight together. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eli has produced a new graphic for our Sunday Faith and Family movie night. Roll it. Put it on the screen. There it is. Faith and Family movie night with Jeremy Harrell and sometimes Sabrina Harrell. Uh, She'll be joining me sometimes, just not all the time. But there it is, folks, faith and family. When you see this on Sundays, that means it's time to gather the family up in the living room um, or the den or the parlor, whatever uh, generation you call the living room. Uh, Faith and family movie nights every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So thank you, Eli, for that. Please rumble this video and let's get to the uh, let's get to the Lord here on April 25th, 2023. Nothing is as important as knowing and loving me as I truly am. Making me your highest priority gives focus to your thinking. Other priorities fall into their proper place when I am first and foremost in your life. Amen. Jeremiah 9:24, Jeremiah the weeping prophet, let him who glories glory in this that he understand and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth, for in these I delight, says the Lord. And Matthew 22:37 and 38 Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And guess what? If you can do that, everything else falls into place. Literally everything in your life falls into place if you can do just that. And before you turn out the light, set your priorities according to my will, not the way of the world. How many people join in every day for Rise Up? If you join in every day for Rise Up, I'd like you to let the other audience know, and I'm only holding that up because I seen Rise Up right next to me. Uh, I'd like you to let the other audience members know here how much Rise Up has changed your life. We are 94 episodes in, and it has truly, truly changed my life. And I can say the same thing for a lot of the people that are in the audience. I really can. Please remove your hat if you're wearing one, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have no fear here. On LFA TV, I can tell you that. We have no fear because we know who wins. We already know the outcome of the game. And we know how we're going to get there. That's the greatest thing about it. We have no fear because we know who wins. And we know how we are going to play this game. And it's going to be an incredible thing to be a part of. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you for all your kind words. Uh, for Rise Up. Joshua says he just started today. Joshua, great to have you, brother. I'm so great to have you. I'm so glad. It's, it's, it's great to have you, and I'm so glad that more and more people are joining in for Rise Up because that show is far more important than this show will ever be. 
know that. Here we go. First and foremost section of today, let's bring it up. This is Donald Trump's statement on the GOP's announcement of debates going into the presidential election season. Pop it over. Here we go. Donald Trump says, "Um, excuse me. Well, I put that part in there, but here we go. I see that everybody's talking about the Republican debates, he says. But nobody got my approval or the approval of the Trump campaign before announcing them. When you're leading by seemingly insurmountable numbers, he says, and you have a hostile and you have hostile networks with angry Trump and MAGA hating anchors asking the questions, why subject yourself to being libeled and abused? Also, the second debate is being held at the Reagan Library, the chairman of which is amazingly Fred Ryan, publisher of the Washington Post. Simply put, Donald Trump says no. And I agree. I agree, Trump. I'm all for debates, but we're not letting them stack the deck against us. But here's the thing. Trump's got to have something up his sleeve here, right? Look, the people are going to go where Trump is. The cameras are always going to want to go where Trump is. There's going to be no support. There's going to be no love. There's going to be no excitement around the GOP or the RNC or anybody in that failed, lame, cobweb, old, tired excuse for a party. So wherever Trump goes, they will go. And Trump says, excuse me, uh, you didn't get my approval. And I'm the one leading everybody on the planet. There isn't a person in the world that is beating me in any of your crappy lying or any of the decent polls. I am crushing you. That's the way it is. This is side A. This is the A side. You're the B side. Okay? That's the way it's going to be. This is Donald Trump putting putting down his foot. And guess what? The power lies in the people. And Donald Trump has the people. Look at the pizza part. Look at the little pizza joint he was in the other night. Donald Trump clearly has the people. Okay, so that was Donald Trump's response to the RNC and the GOP on their lame excuse for debates. And I think the RNC actually learned. I think Ron McDaniel and all the rhinos learned a lot. The uniparty um, losers learned a lot from the Democrats in not debating because they know that you can't create sound bites. You can't make them look foolish. You can have no more times where you're like, that's all his donors back there and his lobbyists. I know all of them. You can't have that. You can't have him uh, looking at Jeb Bush and going, shh, quiet, shh, quiet. You can't have him looking at people like Lion Ted and be like, Lion Ted, oh, where's your wife work? You can't have him looking at people like Rand Paul and being like, I could make fun of your appearance. And trust me, there's plenty of subject matter there. If there's no debates or if they stack the deck against him, then it's better for them. But I don't think it's going to work out that way. Now, Donald Trump had made a statement on that, but he also made a statement on Joe Biden's announcement that he was going to be running for president. (laughs) I can't wait to see what the rightful president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, thinks about that. Roll it. Presidents in American history and put them together and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years. Not even close. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. Real wages have been falling 24 months in a row, 
In other words, under Biden, workers have gotten a pay cut each and every month for two straight years. We have surrendered our energy independence, just like we surrendered in Afghanistan, which we had just a short time ago. And the price of gasoline just hit a five-month high, and it's going much higher than that. Under my leadership, we had the most secure border in U.S. history by far. Never had a border like this. Under Biden, the southern border has been abolished, and millions of illegal aliens have been released into our communities. What's happening now is beyond belief. They're coming in from mental institutions and prisons. They're all being emptied. They're being dumped into the United States of America. Many of these people are very dangerous. They're being dumped. We're like a dumping ground. Our cities have been overrun with homelessness, drug addicts, and violent criminals who are being released from jail en masse with no retribution whatsoever, while law enforcement is weaponized against law-abiding conservatives or Republicans or people they just don't like. Our children are being indoctrinated and mutilated by left-wing freaks and zealots. <laughs> the senior ranks of our military have gone completely woke, and our military is suffering greatly. Biden has totally humiliated our nation on the world stage, starting with the Afghanistan disaster. Perhaps the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. It meant so much to our enemies when they watched that horrible retreat. Russia is teaming up with China. Iran is days away from a nuclear bomb, not even thinkable. Ukraine has been devastated by an invasion that would never, ever have happened if I was president. And Joe Biden has led us to the very brink of World War III. They say Trump was right about everything. Well, I'm not predicting World War III, but I will say this. We're very close, and they're only talking about nuclear weapons. On top of it all, Biden is the most corrupt president in American history, and that's not even close. Nobody can believe what's going on, with, again, no retribution whatsoever. With such a calamitous and failed presidency, it is almost inconceivable that Biden would even think of running for re-election. You know what happened in the last election? They cheated, and they rigged the election. But I promise you this, when I stand on that debate stage and compare our records, it will be radical Democrats' worst nightmare, because there's never been a record as bad as they have. And our country has never been through so much. There has never been a greater contrast between two successive administrations in all of American history, ours being greatness and theirs being failure. With your support in the election, we will defeat Joe Biden in 2024. We will rescue our economy. We will crush inflation. We will stop the invasion on our southern border. We will restore our nation's dignity, and we will prevent World War III from happening. Together, we will all make America great again. Thank you. All right, now, there's a couple things I want to say. First of all, rumble this video. That means turn that little thumb right down there. Turn that bad boy green. Do that for me. One thing is for certain. There's going to be, there already is, and I can tell you this for, with my own, I can tell you this as soon as, as sure as I say anything else. There are teams on the ground all over the United States already gearing up 
where it's legal to ballot harvest and to make sure that we have a level playing field. That's already happening. Another thing that's already happening is there's already teams of people in place all around the country to make sure that they're trying to stop ranked choice voting in any place where it's got any traction before it even starts. But one thing is for certain. You're always going to hear Donald Trump speak the way normal people speak, you know, about debates, even though we know they're rigged against him, and about elections, even though they try to rig them and steal them, and they do. You're always going to hear that um, from him because he needs you to go out and vote. That's one thing that's for sure. He needs you to vote. Everybody still needs to vote, okay? We all have a part to play, but one part we all have to play is you have to vote. You have to vote. And so all this stuff that you see where he's saying with your help, with your vote, that's what you normally expect to hear from a politician or from somebody that's trying to win an election. So you have to hear those things. But people like us, we understand, well, if they let you speak, then yeah, then it's going to be a level playing field. We'll deal with that when we come to that. But for for, for certain, you must, you must, you must vote. Okay, we're going to we got we got people in place to do the right things. Don't worry about that. And Donald Trump already has well over one hundred and twenty million dollars in the coffer. I'd like to thank Jennifer. Thank you, JL Jazz, for the fifty dollar donation, saying this is meant for whatever is needed. Slurp or Eli. God bless LFA TV network. I want to thank you for that. It is very, very imperative that we get that. I'd also like to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cecile. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. I hope you get everything that you want. But guess what? You're alive and you're watching the greatest news network on planet Earth. That's pretty good birthday right there. But I hope you get the cake you want and I hope you get the love and support that you want to. Now, if you look over at the morning Joe and their response to Joe running with Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala, they're saying Republicans only make fun of Kamala because she's black. I think Will Johnson, Will, you're in the chat, right? Will, as, a, as, a, as an African-American, as the, de- the dem- Democrats like to call you, or a person of color, or a colored person, as they like to call you, as a black man, as a per- person with darker skin than I have, whatever the label you want, I'm sure Will Johnson will let you know Kamala Harris is not black. <laughs> uh, Eli, what the heck is she? It doesn't really matter what she is, but she's not black. And I'll tell you what, the reason why we make fun of Kamala Harris isn't because she's black or brown or tan or half white or Jamaican or Asian or whatever the heck she is. Does that really even matter? But again, the talking points are going to go back to race and insurrection, white supremacy and insurrections, white supremacy and insurrections. This woman is not black and I don't make fun of her because she's black. I make fun of her because she's stupid. It's just it's another one of those things that is done primarily to whip up more frenzy among the Republican base because they don't like her because guess what? She's a black woman. She's a black woman. And they're, and they're not into that. But, it, you know, the, the, the reality is that you, there, there's one thing about a vice presidential choice. It, that when you make the choice, if you clear the bar and you pick someone who people perceive and is, in fact, qualified to be president, that's it. It's, it's right. in the rearview mirror. Nobody cares about Dick right. Cheney or Al Gore or, uh, or, or Mike Pence. Uh, they're, 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 they have no electoral consequence at all going forward. Uh, and even with an 80-year-old president, it's the case. I mean, Joe Biden, uh, there are lots of people on the right who have lots of harsh things to say about Joe Biden in terms of his age and, and mental fitness. But, right. but you're not going to win the votes that are going to carry an American election on the basis of attacking uh, Kamala Harris. I do think, you know, it's an interesting thing that Jim Clyburn mentioned it. I mean, I said, what's the biggest challenge? He went straight to age. And I think that now the Democratic Party 
You know, you think back six months ago, they didn't know whether they wanted Joe Biden to run or not. They didn't know what was going to happen in the midterms. The party has now coalesced fully behind Joe Biden. The party is now fully, <laughs> fully coalesced behind Joe Biden. Oh. oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Uh, no, Kamala is a piece of garbage. That's why we make fun of her. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's Indian and Jamaican or black or whatever it is she's going to be this week. Nobody cares about that. Nobody absolutely cares about that. No conservative, nobody on the right cares about race at all. You never hear us making issues about race, ever. When is the last time you've heard a a conservative pack or a conservative organization or a conservative network make anything out to do with race? When have we done that? Because if we were to make anything out to do with race, you would always hear us talking about affirmative action and how it's so stupid. You never hear us talking about race. The only time you hear us talking about race is when we spend time trying to defend the accusations that they throw our way, like they even stand for anything, like they even hold any water. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But you want to know what else is ridiculous? I think, I think maybe Ron DeSantis might think that what I'm about to show you next is ridiculous. I think he might be upset with this. What's this right here? Oh, that's nothing. That's just the Florida delegation at Mar-a-Lago with President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yep. That's only, that's only part, uh, that's only members of the Florida congressional de- delegation, lawmakers in Florida. How many, how many let's grab the uh, cursor here. One, two, three, four, five. And there's President Trump. Six, there's Byron Donalds. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There's Jason Miller. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 members of Florida congressional delegation there at, I wonder what they could be doing at Mar-a-Lago, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it looks like to me they're having dinner. I'll guarantee you that Ron establishment does not like this in the least. And that was Byron Donalds, actually, who put out that tweet saying, America needs Trump back in the White House, my friends. And my friends in Florida delegation are committed to ensure that happens. Whoa, I bet Ron is very, 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 very upset with this. Let's name them, shall we? The Florida congressional representatives who have endorsed Donald Trump met with Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago on Thursday. Trump has secured endorsements from members of the Congress, such as Anna Paulina, Gus Bilirakis, Vern Buchanan, Byron Donalds, Carlos Jimenez, Matt Gates, Brian Mass, Corey Mills, Greg Stubbe, Mike Wal- Michael Waltz, uh, Florida Representative Laura Lee. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron DeSantis, oh, he can't be happy with this. This is your own state. But it's nice to see. It is really nice to see. Let's go to the Rumble chat and let's see what the greatest, most based, and most amazing audience on planet Earth is actually saying. Because we're family members here. Here we go. Ron can go pound sand with his Disney friends. How about that? Clarence Thomas is a hero of mine. I think that a lot of people could say that, Bad Moon. Lisa Nakan, I was calling Nakwin, Nakwin, uh, froze, had to refresh. Talking about the chat. Sorry about that. Suzanne says, did you all catch KGP press room today? It was about lesbians and queers. Yeah, I actually decided not to play that tonight, Suzanne. Oh, man. Uh, It's sickening, Barb, what they're doing. Uh, Ron will have to come up with a rule or something, a law preventing them. uh, Talking about his um, weak self at their dinners. DeSantis is nowhere being Trump's league. He has nothing to do but throw himself under the bus. I know. I know. I mean, you know, I had such high hope. 
Such high hope. Trump supporters are sexy, says Halloween. Well, there you go. I love Donald Trump. DeSantis needs need not run. DeSantis should stay as a governor and forget the presidency. I think you're I think you're right. I like Trump has picked heavily on DeSantis possible to save him from destroying himself. He's not ready and Trump knows it. Well, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. That's a good way of looking at it. Almost like sunning him. If you know what that, if you've ever heard of that term, sunning him, almost like you're not ready yet, Junior. So I'm going to have to knock you down a few pegs and this is going to hurt a little bit, but I got to do it now before you, before you really go out there and kill yourself. And I think Ron DeSantis, when he was asked in Japan about it and he was like, and then he went and then he turned his head to the side like that. I think that was indicative of what Ron's really thinking. Uh, and I don't think um, I don't think he wants to run, but I think he's I think he's got no choice. I think the uh, I think the right wing of the party and the Paul Ryan's and the Jeb Bushes and the Bush family they've said you're going in, you're going in deep, and he's just going to go in and and pray for the best. But he, who would who would want to go against President Trump? That's what I'm wondering. Like who would actually want to do that? I know one thing. It would be scary. It would be scary if you were, I don't care who you are. Thank you, Kalia, uh, from Little David for Eli. Look at that, Eli. Little David. Eli's brother's name is David, too, little buddy. How do you like that? Thank you very much for doing that for him. All right, folks, we're going to go to our first sponsor of the evening. Why is China hoarding food, folks? Why would China want to hoard food? Well, you can get your four-week survival kit. And it is a beauty of a survival kit, let me tell you that. Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food, the world's food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of the world's rice, and over half of the world's wheat. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. But what China, what does China know that we don't? Well, I wonder what that is. They knew a lot about COVID that we didn't. Fauci knew a lot about it. They're gearing up for something, ladies and gentlemen. And they can't afford to mess up. They can't afford to mess this up either because all of their food is, 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 comes into them. It's, an in, it's an imp, uh, imported to them. They don't have the food that we have. They don't have the resources that we have. So if you really think about it, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's happening. Uh, it's a smart idea to stock up now, going to 4patriots.com, getting your four-week, getting your three-month, your six-month, or up to a year survival kit. Uh, food. It's all hand-packed in the United States of America. The kits are compact and stacked easily. They have different delicious breakfast, lunch. Look at that. Look at the buttermilk pancakes. I want some of that right now. And dinners, and they have five-star reviews on the website that rave about the flavor and the taste. So right now, you can get 10% off of your purchase at 4Patriots Survival Food by typing in the promo code LFA at checkout. That is LFA, folks, and you can get on your way to having this stuff. Look, better to have and not need than need and not have. Where are we at with Rumbles, Ellis? I call him Ellis because that's his last name, Eli Ellis. We've got 1,120 Rumbles with 3,815 people watching. Let's break 4,000 and let's break 1,500. Moving on, Manhattan Jury. Of course, it is another Manhattan jury, but a Manhattan jury is now seated for the E. Jean Carroll rape defamation trial against President Trump. So you've got this going on. Here's this beautiful, wonderful, not uh, woman who's charging President Trump with rape, right? Um, <laughs> and it's a defamation case. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see all this stuff come out of the woodwork a lot lately. Like I told you, get ready and gear up for the uh, Georgia indictment. It is going to happen. It's going to happen sooner than later. Just brush it off like this one. It's not going to do anything. But a nine-member Manhattan, hmm, sound familiar, jury 
today was seated for E. Jean Carroll's rape and defamation trial against Trump. In 2019, E. Jean Carroll alleged that Donald Trump raped her in a bed, a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room in the 1990s. Trump has denied the allegations and called E. Jean Carroll a whack job who's not my type. By the way, have you seen President Trump's wives, Eli? Why would he want to marry a 90-year-old Ellen De- or, or have sex with a 90-year-old looking Ellen DeGeneres? I don't know. Carol refiled the lawsuit. By the way, that looks like Eminem. That looks like what Eminem now looks like as a 90-year-old rapper. Carol refiled the lawsuit in November of 2022 after New York passed the Adult Survivors Act, which allows adults to sue over sexual assaults that occurred decades ago, but there will be no criminal charges, okay? She just wants some of that money, right? Just a gold digger. Judge Kaplan, a Clinton appointee, ruled last month that Trump's grab her by the nether regions. Hollywood access tape can be played at the civil trial. Whoa. Wow, even though he wasn't even mentioning that woman's disgusting name. Why would he want to grab Eminem by the nether regions? In the case, a jury reasonably, it does look like Eminem too, doesn't it, Eli? Look, that, that to me looks like that's Eminem when he comes off the drugs. That's him. That's Eminem after the years of, of drugs when he comes down off the drugs. Disgusting. Yeah, with a real slim shady, please stand up. That's messed up, Eli. Uh, so anyway, they're going to go forward with this. There's going to be two women that are coming forward and they're going to give testimony that something that happened 30 years ago, blah, blah, blah. Trump has been with Melania. Trump has been with the mother of his children, supermodels. Yeah, he's going to go after that. Give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. Trump doesn't want Eminem, okay? He just doesn't. Oh, unbelievable, Eli. Lose yourself. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. Well, he got what he wanted, folks. He's now got subpoena power in the FBI, and he's going right after him. Uh, Jim Jordan subpoenas top FBI human resources official. Um, He's issued a subpoena to Jennifer Lee Moore, a top FBI human resources official. Now, Moore appeared before a panel voluntarily, but refused to answer questions about claims of alleged retaliation by the FBI against whistleblowers who have come forward with claims uh, of the Bureau. Quote, today, Chairman Jordan issued a subpoena to Jennifer Lee Moore, Executive Assistant Director of Human Resources, at the FBI after she refused to answer questions during her transcribed interview with the FBI's retaliation against brave whistleblowers who have come forward to raise concerns about abuses that they have seen at the Bureau. Russell Dye, a spokesman for Jordan, said in a statement, the FBI released a statement suggesting that Moore only refused to answer the questions related to ongoing cases and privacy concerns. There you go. It's an ongoing case. Can't talk about it. Tell us about your job. Well, it's an ongoing case. Can't talk about it. Tell us about your life. It's an ongoing case. Can't talk about it. Tell us about your drive to work this morning. Sorry, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't talk about it. Can you tell us anything about anything that you're doing for the American people? No, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't talk about it. We got it. We've got to pass laws. This is what we need to get Donald Trump and the next wave of MAGA Republicans to understand. We must pass laws that we can immediately... Hold accountable those who come in front of Congress and do not have an answer for the simplest of questions. Now, I can understand if it's classified material. 
If it is absolutely officially classified material, then I can understand not talking about it, okay? But there must be a line in which people can talk about something that surround an investigation, okay? There must be a line in which they can go to and they must answer questions that don't have anything to do with the investigation or the possible outcome of the investigation. They use that as a crutch. There must be an instant, an instantaneous um, response and consequences for somebody who, if it is their job, if there's some bureaucrat, if they're leading some agency and they come in front of Congress and they don't even have the most basic questions, they need to be immediately apprehended as some, port- some kind of contempt and they need to be held without bail until they provide the answers that Congress is waiting for. And if they can't do that, then they're going to have to wait in jail. And that's how we got to do things, folks, because I'm sick and tired of our taxpayer dollars, 40% of our income in some cases, going to these losers so they can have no answer. I mean, what the heck is that? I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Imagine if we went live from America. It is Jeremy and Eli. And I go, welcome to live from America, everybody. Today, we're not going to talk about anything because I don't feel like it. And then I just sit here. How long are you going to watch the network? How long are you going to finance the network If I don't have answers for you, or what about if you ask me questions specifically that I see you ask me and I just go, "Eh, I'm not going to answer that. How long do you think that we are going to last? Well, it's the same thing with a private business. A private business wouldn't be able to get away with that kind of stuff. You and I wouldn't be able to get away with some of that kind of stuff in court. Bannon got arrested for not talking. So, I mean, come on, we got to, we really, we really got to get stronger here with that. And I want to see a law put into place. Now, Speaking of Congress, speaking of uh, uh, Matt Gates, we were talking about him earlier. Uh, check this out, folks, and this is all uh, from the Hill. I love this. Gates threatens to uh, vote against debt limit bill without work requirement changes, and this is by Jared Gans. Usually writes good stories. Uh, Matt Gates is threatened to vote against a debt limit bill that Kevin McCarthy has proposed without changes to the proposal's work requirements for public assistance programs. Gates said on an episode of his podcast, Firebrand, that he would want work requirements for these programs to be far more rigorous than 20 hours per week. Amen. Otherwise, it's just welfare. If we're going to give people money, put them to work for crying out loud. Put them to work. He said the increased work requirements from McCarthy's proposal would need to start in fiscal 2024 instead of fiscal 2025 or later to earn his support for this. People who are ages 18 to 49 and able to work and who have no dependents are now required to work 80 hours per month, equally to roughly 20 hours per week on average to receive benefits from the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, formerly known as food stamps. As essential element to get my vote for any increase in the debt limit would be enacting work requirements starting fiscal year 2024, not 2025. Now, I don't want to see debt limit increase at all, at all. But here's the crazy part about the debt limit increase. Check this out. Ready for this? Because of the way that McCarthy penned this and the, and the re- Republicans in the House penned this, White House says that Biden will veto... The House GOP's debt limit bill, if it passes. So McCarthy, in some sense, in one sense of the, uh, uh, of the uh, or one side of the coin here, McCarthy actually penned this in a way that he knew, and, and, and I believe we talked about this about 10 days ago, maybe about a week ago, 
And I was kind of I was kind of upset with McCarthy during the day, but in the evening I was like, eh, well, he kind of pen, penned it in a way where it kind of did shift it to Biden, meaning that there's no way. I mean, they're going to do it anyway, but there's really no way that a logical person will think when this doesn't pass that it was the Republicans that did it. So it was kind of a smart move. It was kind of a negotiating a, a tactic, really, because now Biden is going to is going to um, is going to veto it. So it's going to look to the American public like. We didn't pay our bills because Biden vetoed it. Now, they're going to blame it on the Republicans all they want. They're going to blame it on all they want. But it is going to be Biden's fault. And I hope it's a big mix-up. I hope they keep having a stalemate. And I hope no debt limit gets raised. And I hope the bills don't get paid. Yes, I'll take the hit for it as an American person, as an American taxpayer, as a person who depends on the dollar. I would rather take the hit and rein in the spending. What say you? I want to see what you guys say about this. Let's pop on the Rumble chat. Would you guys rather take the hit and, and default on the loan this time around and figure it all out? Or would you guys rather pay... Uh, or increase the debt limit and and kick it down the road. Let me know what you guys think in the chat right now. Welfare was a short-term help to get you back on your feet, not to live on. Amen. Amen. Uh, McCarthy has a tough job because he has to get the majority on board. That's true. Some of my relatives live off welfare, some for years. My family did. No more debt limit increase. Amen. I like that. I like that. What's this say? I got to slow this down. 100% take the hit. I must be a complete a-hole. I don't believe in welfare for anyone unless you're elderly or disabled. That's just a, that's a strong opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a strong opinion. Stop the spending. Take the hit. Blow it up. Default. I'll take the hit all day. Cut their paychecks and default. There you go. I'm so sick of the overspending. I'll take the hit. Default. 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 Take the hit. Default on the loan. Default. I agree. Take the hit. Take the hit. Take the hit now. No debt limit. I'm, folks, it is a well, overwhelming majority. This is, the, this is a real-time poll right here. Hit me, baby. Take the hit. Quit spending the money. Would rather take the hit. Lower the debt. Take the hit for sure. Default. Shut down the government. See, folks, this is a real-time poll. This is real Americans speaking their voice in real time. That is the best source of polling that you have. Now, folks, we didn't quite make it to 4,000 live viewers, so if you've not done so yet and you just came in, please do me the ever-so-kind favor. Let's all do it together right now. Grab the Rumble link. I'll grab it right here. I hate doing this. I hate asking all the time, but you know what? It's kind of my job as well. Okay, there we go. Especially since nobody can rely on Fox News anymore. We've got to get this out to the people to let them know that there is an alternative. There is an alternative, and an alternative that lets the people speak in real time. The people are speaking. Everybody here that just said take the hit and default on the loan, everybody's experiencing a different financial stage in their life. Nobody here is a millionaire. Some people are better off than others, I'm sure. Most people live paycheck to paycheck, and everybody's saying the same thing. So if everybody's saying the same thing and we've got real-time polling, what better news is that? So please help me, do, help me share the video and rumble this video. We're trying to get to 1,500. Now, here's what I say. You want to know what I say we do with it, Eli? I say we take the Tackwright mini chainsaw to that bad boy. Let's take the Tackwright mini chainsaw, this little thing right here. Let's take a few of them. Let's go to Congress right now. Let's ask to see the debt limit pay, uh, paperwork that they've been working on. And let's just cut that up and say, here, we're, we're here to slash the debt. How about that? We're here to slash the debt. We're here to slash the debt and, and clean up trees. And we're all out of clean, uh, trees to clean up because the Tackwright mini chainsaw is that awesome. And it is that awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we only have less than a week left. 
Tack Wright Mini Chainsaw. We don't know if they're coming back because we don't know how many they have in stock. All I know is that when we go out with of them, we don't see them for a few months. So get yours today, Tack Wright Mini Chainsaw, by going to TackWrightLFATV.com. Again, TackWrightLFATV.com. Take this bad boy to the debt limit. Cut it all up, ladies and gentlemen. We're not moving forward with it. It is a stalemate. Let's see a stalemate. Let's default. TackWrightLFATV.com. That is TackWrightLFATV.com. Now, Another thing that I'd like to um, uh, take to the uh, take to the community, the trans community, the Tackrite Mini Chainsaw, uh, the Tackrite, uh, excuse me, the trans community. We now have a trans runner in London who just beat fourteen thousand women, Eli, in the London Marathon. Right after only months racing in New York as a man, and then when this man who dresses and transformers more than meets the eye into a female runner and beats 14,000 other females, he then credits girl power, Eli. Yeah, it is girl power. This man is a sick-looking individual. Pop him on the screen. Yuck! There he is, folks. There he is, running, (laughs) beating 14,000 women and saying... Girl power. Girl power is the reason I beat 14,000 women. Thank you for girl power. And this, again, only after months of racing in New York as a man. So I'm going to be a granny. Granny G said his name, Frank, before running off. Draped in blue and pink and a white transgender flag, the celebratory mark soon became the latest lightning rod for critics opposed to transgender athletes competing against biological women. Two-time Olympian Mara Yaramuchi, Yamuchi weighed in on the travesty, saying, This male ran in yesterday's London Marathon as Glenique Frank in the female category. Mass race, finishing 6,160th place out of 20,123. So nearly 14,000 actual females suffered a worse finished position because of him. And I agree. I agree. Absolutely sickening. And they're trying to destroy women's sport. They're trying to destroy women. They're trying to just wipe women right out of existence. Here's another sickening thing. Well, I don't think this is sickening so much, but I don't think it's right because of safety issues, especially with trans people trying to kill everybody. But check this out, folks. This comes from the Federalists. Pop this on the screen. Judge forces sorority girls to disclose identities to stop disturbing trans male from moving into their house. What does this mean? Well, a while back, these sorority girls, and you remember this story. Uh, Actually, I think we have a picture of them here. Here they are right here. These sorority girls right here, they filed a lawsuit and they said, hey, look, we don't want this trans male in our sorority. He's coming in here and he's getting erections with his leggings on. He's taking showers with us. We don't want this. The school's making us do this. We don't want anything to do with this, right? Well, the judge is now making them reveal their identities in the court matter if they want, if the judge says, if we're going to move forward in this and we're going to ban the trans, ban the trans from being, uh, coming into your sorority, then you're going to have to give your identities out in public. Now, there's a couple things I'd like to say to that. Number one, okay, number one is this. The Bible does say if you're going to accuse somebody of something, stand by it, put your name on it, and stamp it. 
But guess what? There wasn't a bunch of transgenders out there canceling people and then killing people and taking guns to school and wiping out everybody because they were enraged because their testicles didn't go away and they get a vagina. Okay? And these ladies and these girls, their lives would truly be at risk. And so would it be for the community. They'd get cancel cultured everywhere. They'd get canceled out of existence like that woman's uh, swimmer was. So I don't agree with this because of that reason. I do agree with standing by your accusations, but I do not agree with it standing by your, uh, having your name in front of it for that reason. And the judge should be ashamed of himself. The judge should absolutely be ashamed of himself. Now, getting into some good news. Go woke, go broke. Hey, Fox, how's things going? Fox News is in turmoil as Americans are canceling Fox Nation subscriptions at such a record rate that they don't even know if they can sustain the streaming platform at this rate if it continues, following Tucker's firing. And folks, their stock in the market, boom, tanked. And we need to continue this. Now, they know they're going to be state-sponsored media from now on. They're probably, they're probably going to be subsidized by the government and the globalists. But I like to see it. I love to see it. Fox News stock cratered following Tucker's departure. Uh, let's see if we got a picture of this here to show you. This is incredible. Pop this on the screen. Look at this. Look at here's stock. Here's uh, Fox stock. Boom! Look at that. Absolutely cratered. Fox uh, stock is plummeting. But not only that, they're uh, they're streaming the the Fox Nation. Can't people are canceling their Fox Nation subscriptions left and right by the by the hundreds of thousands right now. I just canceled my Fox Nation subscription with the note: no Tucker Carlson, no Fox News Nation. Goodbye. Who's doing the same? Another one canceled mine within a half hour of hearing about Tucker and made sure that they knew why I canceled it. He's the only show we watch regularly. Another one here. Are we all done with Fox yet? Can we do the same uh, on the same level as Bud Light? Sick of Fox. Done with them. Here's another one. I canceled my subscription service today and canceled Fox Nation. No need to watch a network that caves to the left. Wow. And then somebody said Newsmax it is. Unfortunately for that moron, he's going to find out the same thing at Newsmax is going on at Fox. Come to LFA. This is why we need you guys. This is why we need you guys. Get LFA TV out there to the world. But here's, a be- here's something even better, folks. You ready for this? Bud Light. Bud Light has lost $4 billion. I should say Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch has lost $4 billion in the market, and and Bud Light exclusively, uh, their sales are down a staggering 18% now since the trans flop. So we've got all these companies that are going woke, they're going broke. Now I've got something extremely funny to show you, ladies and gentlemen, in just a minute concerning Bud Light. Extremely funny. Newsmax is not as bad as Fox, not close. Oh no, it's close. It's close. It's close. It definitely is close. Why don't you look and see who the owner of Newsmax donates to every single year? And I'll tell you this, it's not only not a Republican and it's not a regular Democrat. No, 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 no. It's close. But anyway, moving on. I got something really funny to show you about Bud Light in just one second. But before we do, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our last sponsor of the day. And it is 
the most based and official sponsor we've ever had, and that is Field of Greens. Why? Because they love the LFA audience so much. We've not been able to work out the whole thing where we do all everybody's pictures on a, on a mirage yet. Uh, I mean, on a, on a montage yet. Uh, that's something that we wanted to do a long time ago, and really, I just haven't pushed that issue. Hopefully, they do. we end up doing that now that they're sponsoring every single show on LFA TV. But that is Field of Greens, folks. Field of Greens. Look at all the different kinds they have now. Remember when we first started out there was two kinds two kinds i'm wondering if the lfa family is going to make field of greens go public eli i think they're buying so much field of greens they're going to go public when we started there was only two kinds look at this now look at it now folks we are absolutely killing it and i got i guarantee you everybody who's taking this on a regular is telling you it's ne- there's never been anything like it so fieldofgreens.com get yours today if it's your first order it's 15 percent off by using promo code lfa i love my field of greens I think Bad Moon said he was on like his 23rd jar or something like that. All right, Eli, you ready for something funny? All right, you watching? Folks, we found Bud Light cans. Archaeologists, Eli, have found Bud Light cans prior to the trans era. Now, this is something very rare, and you're only going to see this on LFA TV. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's very, very important. Check it out. Here we can look through and see if we can find anything. Oh wow, you getting this? Look at this. This right here, look at that. That is a pre-gay, <laughs> pre-gay. Light. Wow, this is amazing. Look at the craftsmanship. It's in great condition, amazing condition. Judging by the stratigraphy of the area, I would say this is probably the Andrew Tate era Bud Light. <laughs> There's not many of these left. Many of these were destroyed in the Great Purge. This is amazing, look at this. This is fantastic. He says this is the pre-gay Bud Light from the Andrew Tate era. <laughs> oh. I was right not to be threatened by I you. I was right not to be threatened by you. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. I had to leave you with a laugh. But guess what? There's 3,500 of you watching. Will Johnson, check this out. Will Johnson for culture wars, has never had more than 1,300 people. Even if you don't, even if you can't watch all of culture wars live, let's see if we can at least go right out of this show and go right into his show and give him 2,000 live viewers within his first 10 minutes. Let's just see if we can do that for Will. Will was my John the Baptist. He helped me find God for crying out loud, folks. Let's show him some love. Anyway, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but guess what? There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out. Keep that head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I am having the utmost, the the greatest time with you guys, and I absolutely love you, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow morning for Rise Up. So keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace out.